Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. Boom. <sighs> Yo, what's good, y'all? This is the Mayor Capella Gray, and I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. We here. The vibes is here. But she gonna slide right to my side. I know she pulled up with her friends. Okay. All right, y'all. So we have Capella Gray off the porch with us today. How are you feeling? Go out, go out, go out. I feel good, bitch. We in Atlanta and all that and all that. Yeah. So what you normally be doing when you come out to Atlanta? Normally, uh, we hit the clubs because y'all clubs got fire. <laughs> y'all, y'all got fire food at the clubs. Uh, <laughs> go to the mall, you know what I'm saying? Do my little ones and twos around the place. We be active, you know what I'm saying? Do you think you'll ever move here? To Atlanta? Yeah. Um, nah, the energy in New York is too crazy. Yo, I'm trying crazy. to go to New York. Now, you need like, to go to New York. That's where it's Lydia. That's where it's Uptown. Trust me, that's where the vibes is, man. Man, now you've been going crazy. Well, I've been following you for some time now, and you've been going crazy. Mm. So it's really beautiful to witness you just climbing like how you are. So how do you feel in this moment right now? Oh, it feels good. I mean, this is all we prayed for. This is all we worked for. This is all we grinded for. So now that we're here, we just embracing, you know what I'm saying, the fruits and all that, the labor and all that. <laughs> so, yeah, but we're not getting comfortable, though. I feel like this is like... I don't know. I feel more like hungry and just thirsty than before. Like I, now I just want more. I want greater. We in, in a good place right now. Do you feel like it's easy to get comfortable where you're at? Yeah. What? Hell yeah. What, you got a joint or two going crazy. You know what I'm saying on the radio or whatever. So you know what I'm saying. It gets. It gets. It's just real easy to just fall into the whole like, you know, you know, we got the money, you got the shorties and all that, or whatever like that. It's hard to, for a lot of people, it's hard to find a what's next. The good thing about us is we've been plotting on this since forever, so we got a plan. We, we about to be, you know what I'm saying? You're going to see a lot of us, trust me. Now, you previewed this cover that you was going to do with Usher, and I need you to, I need you to uh, You know what's crazy? <laughs> so, it's, so it wasn't a cover. <laughs> so, the, so basically, I had released a song called Sus Christ, Going Crazy, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And then... Um, but it's weird because I, I pulled up to a session to, to, to work with Usher on like a writing and production type of time. I'm more like kind of more behind the scenes type of thing. And I was just playing him joints that I had out just to show him, you know what I'm saying, this type of vibe that I, you know what I'm saying, that I kind of got or whatever. And nah, he went and remixed it. He remixed Sus Christ. I'm not going to lie. It's, y'all find out about it first. But you know what I'm saying? We kind of wilding this year. I'm not going to lie. Usher I on Sus yeah, we kind of going crazy. Now, I want to take it back to your roots because I know you're from the Bronx. Yeah. So, could you give us a little insight on your upbringing there? Um, so, like, I moved around a lot, but it was basically everywhere uptown. 241st, co op, I lived in 224th. I lived in Mount Vernon, so 914, got rep 914 heavy, you know what I'm saying? 914, 718, all that. But, um, yeah, I went to Truman, you know what I'm saying? Truman High School, you know, 
I can't say we was regular kids because we was, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying, we was making noise from early, but yeah, no, nah, we, we kind of shook up town from before we shook up town for real, if you know, you know. Man, so how was you making noise early like that back in the day? I mean, we was throwing parties, we was outside, you know what I'm saying, we was, we were basically like the Wi-Fi, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, we just, whatever you need from, you know, of course, studios and engineers and whatever you need in that type of realm or whatever like that, we just... Just to plug the Wi-Fi for everything. So we kind of move everything in the city type shit. Now, I did know that you also grew up playing in the churches as mm-hmm. well, like different instruments. That's so dope. Mm-hmm. So how was that for you? Um, that's the cheat code. Church is the cheat code. It is. Yeah, because like even the way like as a church musician, you have to like improvise because, you you know, you've been in the church. You, you sing in one song for 20 to 23 minutes. One song is you had to find different ways of playing it, different ways of approaching it, different ways of just, you know what I'm saying? So from the harmonies to the to the, the runs and all that, to just the structure of the songs or whatever, it's just, church is just a chico. I learned too much from the church. Um, I had read a tweet, I think it was, it was like a couple months ago, and the guy was saying how the new age R&B artists need to go back to church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, because people are singing and that's dope or whatever, but there's just a certain type of like soul you find in like gospel and like jazz and just certain genres that's just it's not really paralleled for real. So even if they sing it and stuff, even if they have their whole heart in it, if you you know what I'm saying, it can unlock a whole different just even just sonically, it just unlocks a whole different type of realm once you go into certain atmospheres like church and jazz clubs and different type of you know what I'm saying? So uh cheat code once again, what? Now, it is off the porch tradition to ask you at what age did you officially jump off the porch? <coughs> um, I'm not gonna lie. You talking about like, it depends on what you're talking about. You're talking about like- <laughs> Well, <laughs> you know experiencing life on your own. Um, realistically, I'll say like, I'll say like 16, 17, I started like really, really moving like more independently and stuff like that. but. I don't have, I don't have the, uh, I know a lot of people like to glorify the whole, um, oh, my family didn't care about me and I was just struggling my whole life. Nah, my, yeah. you know what I'm saying? My family fuck with me. I fuck with my family. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, <laughs> they like, you know what I'm saying? They kind of, at a certain point when I was at the age where I wanted to do more, I wanted to be more independent, they just allowed me to do so. And you know what I'm saying? So I'm grateful for just the ability to jump on the porch when I felt like jumping on the porch and making it make sense for real. And what um, was one of like the biggest life lessons that you learned with your time experiencing life on your own? Um, you gotta do what makes sense for you. You know what I'm saying? So like if you if you just chasing money or something like that, you could end up in a whole bunch of stuff that you're not supposed to be dealing with or, or in a career that you're not supposed to be in or whatever like that. But if you do what makes sense for you, like what, what are, you gotta find yourself first. Like you gotta find what you're really good at, what you, where your strengths are, where your weaknesses are, just whatever it is, so that you can tailor your life, whether it's the dating life or career life, whatever it is, just tailor it to make it make sense. So yeah, nah, so yeah. Man, I feel like with today's era of like social media and you know, everybody seeing like somebody their age making bigger moves than them, it's mm-hmm. hard for people to find their own niche because they mm-hmm. want to do whatever's the fastest when it comes to money. Yeah, nah, I agree, but. Like I said, do what makes sense for you because you, you might see somebody make money in a certain area or whatever like that, and that's for them, so they flourish. You right. enter that, you know what I'm saying? You, you, you do what makes sense. <laughs> you know what I'm 
Facts. Now, I feel like you got some crazy stories. <laughs> so we want to hear at least one of your favorite crazy stories. Crazy stories? I don't you know, I just don't be just having miscellaneous stories to tell me, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but just know we we live life for real. Just know, you know what I'm saying? We 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 did what makes sense and now we, we, we really lived lived and are living life doing what we wanna do. And with you being out there and witnessing the music scene firsthand, how do you feel about it in New York? Um, I like the I like the, the direction of music right now. I feel like the music scene in New York um, different genres are getting more lit. Different regions are getting more lit all over the city, from uptown to Brooklyn to Queens. Everybody going crazy right now in their different ways and stuff like that. R&B, obviously, is doing its thing. Um, but even, like, the drill movement and everything else, there's some real balls going on. And I feel like people are starting to come together more and realizing our power when New York City dudes come together. It's a scary sight, miss. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> We're way better as allies. So I like the energy that's going on right now in my city. Right. So how did pursuing a career in music come about for you? Um, it's the only thing that makes sense for me. So when I was from like seven, eight, I was, you know what I'm saying, playing instruments at the church and stuff. And then um, then I started getting into production. I fell in love with hip hop and just the energy and just this whole scene. So then like going from production to writing and all that, you know what I'm saying? Then eventually, you know, 2020, I took a bet and it's on myself as an artist being at the forefront for the first time, you know what I'm saying? It's been going pretty all right. So how did you manage to not stick to just one thing when it came to music? Because um, I was interested in all of them. I wanted to touch all the bags because I felt like I could do all of that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I learned, if I, I wanted to learn how to engineer myself, I want to be able to control my sound more. I want to be able to produce the song that I'm dancing to, that I'm singing to, whatever like that. You know, I don't know if it's Leo shit or just Uptown shit or just me shit, but I just wanted that control, I just wanted that power. So now we're taking over all the field of them. But and you stated that you song, uh, you were all- If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Also a songwriter. Mm-hmm. So have you ever experienced writer's block? Of course. Of course. What? <laughs> like when you, yeah, when after a certain point, especially when you record a lot, it's like there's only so much to talk about. Type stuff. So you have, so you might have to just take a break, just experience some more life, go somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? Spend some more time with your shorty, get to know shorty, and so, and you know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe. I don't know, go somewhere, do something. You know what I'm saying? Change your experiences and all that stuff like that. And then you'll come right back to being able to write just fluidly because you have more to talk about. But yeah, it's right over the block. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Is when do you personally personally feel like you make the best music? When? Um, it'd be like 2, 3 a.m. The world's asleep. That's when I don't know. I'll, I'll be in the studio all night. Then for some reason, 
it just, it just something, I don't know. It'd be, when everybody's just chilling, everybody's more like calm, whatever like that, I have more space to just, you know what I'm saying, just create how I want to. But I could create in any space, realistically, for real, but I feel like I get my best work done at those hours, stuff like that. Oh, shoot, I forgot in the beginning, you mm. got your homeboys with you. Mm. We got to introduce them as well. Mm. Yeah, no so who we got sitting with you on the porch today? All right, so I got Smurf to my right, you know what I'm saying? That's the GOAT, you know what I'm saying? Wi-Fi of town. Then you got <laughs> Be Bedded. <laughs> if I didn't produce it, he produced it. Simple. Right. It's over. This is the sound of the decade, you know what I'm saying? 10 to 20 years and, and that's only because we trying to figure out if we feel like still being in this shit after 10 20 you know what i'm saying but what out of the family that's what's going on now from going to producing to songwriting to now becoming a full-time artist when did you know the time was right for you to present your music to the world um i don't know i kind of moved on impulse miss i'm not gonna lie i didn't really think too hard as soon as i Decided I want to be artist. I had mass. I had mad songs that I had as references for whoever, whatever like that. I created some from scratch and just put it out. I put out my first tape. It was called Yeah Now I'm Out, and then the quarantine hit almost like right after. So then I created the Corn tape because I had access to the studio still, and then released Gallus, and here we are. Me, now, I do want you to talk about the importance as a creative to put your work out and not just sit on it until, you know, you get others' opinions I mean, and they're yeah, like... It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's mad reasons why you should just put it out. I mean, first of all, you might not even like that song in a couple of months because you was at a whole different place in your life and period of time, whatever that. Just put it out while, it's, while that's you at this time. Just put that out. And then when it comes to, like, opinions and stuff like that of other people or whatever... Somebody gonna have an opinion. You gonna let somebody's opinion on your art change your art. Just put it out how you feel. If you left the studio and said, "Yo, this so this song is fire," and it touched you like that for real, you played it a billion times. This gonna be somebody out. There's a lot of people in this world. You are gonna find somebody like you, and you are gonna find a, a couple million of them too. You know what I'm saying? And you gonna find some fans or whatever like that. You gonna there's a market for everything. So, word like don't really catch don't 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 really care too much about, you know what I'm saying, people's opinions on, on especially the creation of your art. You know what I'm saying? Do, do what you want to do. Put it out. Now, when it comes to networking, which is a big thing, um, what lengths do you think people should, well, artists should go when it comes to that? Um, just read the room. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's going to be some opportunities where it's like, all right, I know this art is going to be at this event, so maybe it's easier to just pull to that, or, or this, this, I don't know. Just make it make sense. If you feel like you being too pushy, you might be too, a little too pushy <laughs> with a situation. But if you feel like you might be too passive in a situation where it's like the opportunity presented itself for you to be right there and you get cold feet, then you know what I'm saying? You get, get your confidence up so, when, so you're ready for the moment. Prepare for the moment. Just be prepared, you know, and attack the moment if it makes sense. Vibe responsibly, please. Now, I watched one of your interviews and you spoke about uh, when it comes to networking, being a nice guy. And I really want you to break that down. Mm -hmm. um, being a nice guy. I mean, because I'm who you know and who knows you is going to get you in the room way quicker than any kind of like just accolades or just, you know, what I'm saying credentials and just list of things that you've done or whatever like that. It's people are going to remember Probably not exactly what you did, but they're going to remember how you made them feel. You know what I'm saying? So just be a nice dude. You know what I'm saying? Be a nice guy. You know what I'm saying? Try to keep your reputation just as positive as possible. 
And you know what I'm saying? You're going to be able to move around the room and, and open up a whole bunch of opportunities without even, sometimes without even bread or nothing. You know what I'm saying? Just vibes. So just, or just make it make sense. Man, so as I'm like talking to you and observing you right now, mm-hmm. you like you like one of them people like you can't tell me shit. Like I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want. How do you manage to keep this with all of the politics in the industry? Um, we don't really care too much about the politics <laughs> of the industry, realistically. Yeah. Like we are right now working on <laughs> like pioneering a whole different vibe and just sound to the industry. I feel like it's a vibe that's needed. So and the only way to really achieve that, at least in our eyes, is to stay focused on, you know what I'm saying, this and what we're doing, our fans and growing our fan base and catering to the people that really support us or whatever like that. We don't really care too much about the outside noise. You already hear, you never heard my name in no skin. I, never, I don't even have to ask you. You never heard my name in no scandals, no weird mix-up, no, no extra nothing because we, you know what I'm saying, we keep our eyes on our plate and we eat. And <laughs> we <laughs> Simple, that's what we do, we hear. Now, when it comes to your sound, it's a real, it's like you can't categorize it. Like, I don't even want to say that you're an R&B artist because mm-hmm. it's like you, you know, you, you up there. Mm-hmm. So how would you describe your vibe of your music? Um, I feel like it's, yeah, it's like, it's like R&B at the pace of a rapper in a nutshell. Because I feel like sometimes, I, for the most part, all my music is, like, I write how I talk. So it's yeah. like, it's... It's just a flow to things. I'm, I'm trying to encourage all the writers to just write how you talk. Let us get to know you through the music. Like, let us get to know you and even your region a little bit better just by just listening to you. Even if you don't mention where you're from, they can just hear you, hear the whole vibe. So I feel like with the way I make music, even if I'm talking, sometimes I might get faster paced. Sometimes I might slow it down. Sometimes I might, you know what I'm saying? It's, there's dynamics in there. You know what I'm saying? We're getting back to just adding real dynamics in music. You know what I'm saying? The highs and the lows and just really, you know what I'm saying? Getting it right. So sometimes I'll be singing on the joint. Sometimes I'll be rapping on the joint. Sometimes I might switch it up and it might get more Caribbean or whatever. But I feel like there's, there's a beauty in that. Like even with Gallus, some people's favorite part of the song is the more like uptown part where it's like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know where she gonna slide? Right to my side. I know more uptown. Some people's favorite part of the Caribbean is she and she and she. Some yeah. people's favorite part is the rap part. that feel like she asleep, so she try to stay the whole week. There's, there's, there's something for everybody in my music. So I feel like we kind of cheating. There's levels, like, it's, like, levels to it. Word. <laughs> so, with that being said, like, how did you know that this is what the industry needed? Um, I mean, because me getting into radio, if my phone died, oh, God, it's, it's, a sad, it's a sad time in the car. Because the radio, be a whole, it's, I'm not going to call about the music garbage, because that's not politically correct, you heard. <laughs> but it's just, <laughs> but it's just... I just feel like we are now creating the music that we wish we heard on the radio. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's deep. Yeah. So I f- yeah. So that's that's where basically where we at with it. <laughs> <laughs> now, what would you like to see change when it comes to the way the industry handles creatives? Well, um, artists that are really big with their creativity. What do I? What would I like to see change? Um. I hope all the, like I said before, I hope all the artists go back to striving to be just individuals. And it sounds so corny, but I really like when there's an artist that comes along that just sounds and moves like them. I feel like I just hope that we just end the era where we say, like where we leave the studio and say, oh my gosh, this sounds just like a future song. Oh, it's lit. 
why would you want to make any music that sound like anybody else already? Try to be more individual so that the radio sound more diverse, so that the whole, the whole, the top, Billboard Top 100 just sounds like just a salad bowl of different types of vibes. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's, you know, I, I want to get to know other creatives that just are, that just move like them. I don't want to meet no more replicas. We're tired of y'all. We're. That's that. Yeah. Period. <laughs> you feel me? Like. Now, before we get into the song, I, you know, I've been like, I haven't been wanting to pronounce it because my Texas accent is super thick, so mm-hmm. it's gonna sound crazy. You sing along to Gallus, though. <laughs> you said, do I sing along to mm-hmm. it? Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Yeah. Because if you sing along, I say it twice in the song, man. But my favorite part is when it's like, she's trying to... Oh, the feeling she asleep? Yeah, she that one, that part. Week. See, I'll be trying to skip the name because I'm like, let me not even try to pronounce this. No, I, mean, I say it in the song. The Gialis, the city is my palace. And then at the end, I say, life of a Gialis. So, so I don't, it's... it's woo, life it's of a... Gallus. Yeah, Gallus. Like Gallus. Okay, I said it right. Yeah, yeah. When you put the wine in there. There's a wine there, man. Gallus. So before we get into that song, um, the story behind it I think is pretty crazy with you even previewing it on Clubhouse. Mm-hmm. And I want you to talk about that story. I mean, trying to keep it as brief as possible. Um, made the song, and at, during that Clubhouse era, you will be, you know what I'm saying, just in a room, in one of those clubhouse rooms, you'll be there for hours, you know what I'm saying? It'll be like 500, 600 of us in the room just trying to get our music played for these A&Rs that we look up to and that we've, you know what I'm saying, been just, yeah, just looking up to our whole lives when it comes to this whole musical journey and stuff like that. And then we would, in a nutshell, I played it in 11 rooms and got laughed at in nine of them, and the other ones just said it's a dub. There was none of the rooms that said, yeah, this was fire. So if I, Let's say if my energy wasn't like this, because you kind of see I kind of do what I want to do regardless. Let's say the energy wasn't like this, and let's say I was an impressionable artist that, you know what I'm saying, my whole, my whole ego is at, is at the hands of just, you know what I'm saying, my whole confidence is at the hands of just legends just because they have accolades or whatever like that. Gallus would have never came out, or Gallus would have sounded completely different because they wanted me to switch up a whole bunch of things. They were calling it all types of song fragments. They said, this is not a real record. This is not a full song. Does he want to be a singer or a rapper? He's confused. Ha, ha, ha. And we kind of proved that wrong. They were like, oh, yeah, it's not even the full length. It's, it's like this is like a freestyle. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? So um, I'm glad that I was able to, yeah, be granted the opportunity to change people's minds. You know what I'm saying? At first, I was on. So when Gallus started, when, you know what I'm saying? When we hit gold and all that. At first, in my head, I was thinking, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, fuck out of here. But then it was like, 
I'm just glad I was able to change everybody's mind and open up everybody's minds. You, you know what I'm saying? Just, just be open to different styles of music and just understanding this decade that we know that ain't no rules to this music shit for real. We kind of do what we want to do. So, we're. And now here we are. The top of the charts with a minute and 45 second long freestyle with no hook, no bridge, no verse, no Nathan. Just vibes. And when it charted, it didn't even have no video, so. There was no video at all. There was no remix out either. Where I let the whole industry scythe gallus. Let them do their thing for like a whole year. I just want you to talk your shit. Like, I don't want to talk anymore. Like, oh my gosh. I am so glad that you still put it out because, you know, a lot of people would have heard that and would have been fucking crushed. Like, these A&Rs telling me no, I it's not a hit. I watched it like, happen for a couple artists where, like, they would, like, artists that would, that would be in the rooms before me would play a song. And I'll be in the room bobbing like, oh my gosh, this is it. And then I would hear, you know, the people them say, well, based on my experience in this industry and blah, 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 <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They, yeah. And they just tear the people them song apart. And it's like, like I said, if you left the studio and said, nah, this is OD and you played it for your brethren them and y'all are all wilding in the trap and saying, yo, this is going crazy. And you want to get on, you would allow somebody's opinion who's not even in tune you would allow their opinion to just sway how you do what you do it's an impossible thing when i played the, the music in clubhouse realistically the mental maybe it was the maybe it was an arrogant mentality but i was really just trying to preview the sound of the decade realistically whatever their opinion was going to be it was i'm ready to show you all a sneak peek of what i'm about to do you know what i'm saying i wasn't really going in there with the intent of you know what I'm saying, changing what I have based off of these people's opinions and stuff like that. So just walk with more confidence. You know what I'm saying? You get more done and in a more grander way because now we get to talk spicy. You know what I'm saying? Because we did it our way and did what we did with it, I never had to lower my voice or laugh at no jokes that aren't funny. You know what right. I'm saying? Straight vibes. And outside of Clubhouse, with that record, did you hear any other no's? What? Yeah. <laughs> Why? What was the problem? Like, it just, it just according to this thing. I mean, respectfully, since the Beatles and before, there's been a structure to how you make a song with the right. hook and the bridge and the uh 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 with the boop 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 and the boop boop boop. So to somebody who sold millions and millions of records over the course of a couple decades or whatever like that with this formula, I understand why there'll be a little, you know what I'm saying taken aback by this <laughs> by this little formula or whatever like that but i feel like again like i said i'm glad i was able to just open up people's minds to different ways of doing things because even though that worked for you this worked for me that's why i say do what makes sense for you right that is so you better preach on this porch listen <laughs> <laughs> Now, what made you want to sample Juvenile? Um, I mean, it's already a big moment in the club. I mean, if you mm -hmm. outside and we outside for real. So, like, once the girl, you know what I'm saying, once the girls hear the boom, 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 boom. They, once they hear that, it's already, hold on, hold my drink. And then now, with hip-hop, it's a blessing again, because with hip-hop, the whole essence of sampling and everything, because even though I'm a musician, for real, with hip-hop, we get to take one moment and flip it whoop, 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 into a whole different moment. We turn into a... A whole uptown slash Caribbean slash. We in like four different genres with this vibe right here that we was able to do it with. So like, 
You know what I'm saying? Flipping that. And on top of that, too, with sampling, it also gives us an opportunity to connect with the legends and stuff like that. Because right. now I can have, you know what I'm saying, my relationship with, with you now. Now we can chop it up. You can put me on to certain things. Now I can have a conversation with Manny Fresh and all that. I was going to bring them out for Summer Jam. Right. That's on the right. That's on the radar. Thank you for thinking of the ladies while you were in the booth because I oh. feel like the club music now is too vibey. Like Angry. I'm like, girls are ready to shake ass. Like we don't want to vibe out all the time. Like, yo, we just came off of a pandemic and we still kind of flirting with a new pandemic. It's a lot going on right now. You know what I'm saying? People don't want to be sad and depressed in their crib. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we, you know what I'm saying? We want to, we want to turn up and vibe to something that's not gonna make us feel like. Why are we singing these threats right now? You know what I'm saying? Why are we why are we in the club just singing about somebody's failure or something like that? Where we could, you know what I'm saying, be celebrating life. So that's why with Gallus, it's more like, you know what I'm saying, the city is my palace, it's a vibe. And then if you listen to Talk Nice, the one that came right after that, you know what I'm saying? Talk nice, yikes. That's tough. It's a vibe. You know what I'm saying? We here. I feel like the, you know, the industry needed this energy. You know what I'm saying? We needed these vibes. You're welcome. <laughs> 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 the fact the family here. Now, when it comes, when it came to the writing of Gallus, what was your inspiration with that? Um, it was giving me a little side nigga vibes up in there a little bit. Uh, I feel like, <laughs> nah, it was, uh, Gallus is a mood. If yeah. anything, it's just a mood, you know what I'm saying? Because there's sometimes where I feel more like, where I'll be talking to a shorty and I'm just, I just like her just by herself. Oh, she's just such a vibe to me. But then there's sometimes when I'm in a whole different, maybe single, you know what I'm saying, single cap, that's more like, yeah, it's a vibe. It's whatever. Y'all all fire. My <laughs> fault. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you feel me? What I'm going to do? What am I do? <laughs> the whole team is fire. What I'm going to do, miss? So, Gallus, is it a true story? Or is this different? It's a compilation of a, true, of a couple of true stories. Word. I'm not going to lie. But it's something like that happened all the time. I said in another interview, too. You, a shorty put to your crib, and it's really a vibe for real. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's nice. It's clean. You know what I'm saying? With the candle and this and that and that. You know what I'm saying? She, she might not want to go immediately back to, you know what I'm saying, from when she came. You know what I'm saying? She might want to stay a little while or whatever like that. But let's go to your crib. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> go, go to your house. So the max for the crib is like, you just need to be there for a night. Like that's I, it. Feel like, I feel like you should just read the room. Make it make sense. You about should. Because it's like, if y'all was vibing for, you know what I'm saying, y'all was right. really on some like, mm. so when y'all finally got to, Ones and twos, it's more like, you know what I'm saying? I might want to wake up to you and then wake up to you again. You know what I'm saying? You never know. But if you know that it wasn't even that type of party, we don't even got to talk about it. Then we, then we really don't have to talk. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Just vibe yes. responsibly. Make it make sense. That's it. Now, what was your reaction when you found out that it was hitting the charts? Um, so, yeah, mine. As it should. I'm not going to lie. The way I feel about all my songs, like, I just be feeling like, yo, it's a matter of time. They're going to... Eventually they're gonna find this one. Even if it don't it's not picking up right now, it might pick up later. Like but my second most streamed song after talk well, third most streamed song after talk nice is Sus Christ, a song that I put out like like a year like a year ago or something like or something like that. And this is resurfacing. Then one more chance is creeping up. All these other songs are just creeping up. You know what I'm saying? I be having confidence in all my songs. So it's like I know it was gonna it was gonna do something. You know what I'm saying? Now, Eventually. the visual, uh, I love that it was a party scene. Like, it was a true, genuine just uptown, just love. party. Mm -hmm. Now, if I'm not mistaken, somebody was chewing on your dreads or something mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so crazy. Again, it's not like, like we got nerves in the vibe, in the dreads. So I didn't even know. Like, I didn't know I didn't know it was going to that crazy. I knew that the show of them would just feel.
Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. From the vibe, I say, wow. Well, I didn't know that it was... She was still <laughs> your day. <laughs> I didn't know that it was that crazy. But, nah, it was... I like... I'm just glad I did what I did for the Gattis music video. Because, like I said, with, if, with the nature of the song, you know what I'm saying, more about being, you know what I'm saying, promiscuous, you know what I'm saying, whatever the fuck, I feel like if I did the video with just 60 shorties in a jacuzzi or whatever, like that would have been valid. If I did a video with just, you know what I'm saying, 90 shorties just chasing me around the New York City street, that would have been cool. I could have did, did it a whole bunch of different ways. But we did it uptown, you know what I'm saying, with the vibes that I feel like we set tone for the decade. Because now we can do all the storylines and all the other different types of videos and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we had to set tone. You see my city, you see what's going on first before we do anything else. To meet me. And a little off topic, but for you personally, when did you realize that the club's vibes started to really just diminish? Um... Mm, I don't know. And when I say... It was another step here. You guys saw that? (laughs) And when I say diminish, I mean, like, you know, it's not as much dancing as we would see. It's more so recording on your phones, recording the pop bottles. Yeah, I feel like it's been that for, like... It's been that for a little while. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. It's been, like, six, seven years of that. I'm not even going to hold you. Like, when you would see somebody just be just Daddy Murphy the whole time in the club, just not even doing nothing, just slump. And then a phone light catch them, and now it's turn up, turn up, turn up, turn up, turn up. As <laughs> soon as the light flash off, they right back to just dead. It's not, there's no genuine vibe, there's no real energy for real. And you know what? When Gallus come on, it don't matter who you are. If you standing up like this, standing up straight, when Gallus come on, you might be a dweeb, you might be a weirdo. Because, you know what I'm saying, it's just, we forcing everybody to just, Yo, smile. Enjoy yourself. There's people here, you know what I'm saying? They know Gallus, you know Gallus. Y'all have, have something in common. You know what I'm saying? Sing along and just vibe out. You know what I'm saying? Catch a look of ones and twos. Vibe out. You don't got to be just, oh, oh, and just, just, just angry and just wilder. Just, just chill. Catch a little vibe. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the energy. We here. Now, we got Talk Nice. Talk yeah. to us about that. Uh, mm. You know, I was trying to figure out what your Zodiac song was. And when you were saying that you was a Leo in the song, everything just... Made fucking sense. Made sense. Everything made sense. Yeah, man. I'm trying to show you. No, we lit, miss. Yeah, I guess you're Leo. I'm trying to show you. Leos but, are yeah. wild, man. <laughs> y'all, y'all really do whatever the fuck y'all want to. But, but it'd be, it be, it be hitting, though, miss. It'd be clicking. You know what I mean? Now, but, with yeah, this word. track, tell us about the inspiration for it. Um, So, with Chalk Nice, after Gallus and the way that Gallus happened, because if we... Like I said, we are we're very grateful to be here. We are very, you know what I'm saying, very grateful for all this that's happening, but we're not coming in with no happy to be here energy. We kind of just took the whole industry by storm from the walk-in. And I feel like after we got that, those vibes out of the way, I feel like, you know, we needed a celebration record. You know what I'm saying? After Gallus play, I used to be wanting to, you know what I'm saying, just vibe and just... Yeah, but I needed the soundtrack to that moment. So we had to create the soundtrack to that moment where we get to look back on what we did. You know what I'm saying? So Talk Nice is just the soundtrack, the celebration. And even though it was more for us, we shared it with the world, and now it's the soundtrack to y'all celebrate. So when you graduate, you know what I'm saying, 
all that when you somebody got married or whatever like that talk nice like people was fronting on you people was you know what i'm saying moving like they didn't know what it was even though they knew what it was but now they gotta talk nice yikes that's tough now they gotta switch and readjust oh you know now this talk nice is, the, is a big ass just now this no problem we here Listen, I have to talk to you about your verse on Seduce with Russ. <laughs> uh-huh. That shit is fucking crazy. Thank you, thank you, How did y'all you. link up? Um, it just made sense. We kind of came in the industry with the same energy. So, you know, it just made sense for that link up. That was just a look of ones and twos. That was a hit up. And it was, you know what I'm saying? But, and from the first link up, Seduce was made in like at least my verse, nah, my verse. I wouldn't say the whole joint, but my verse was made like 30, 45. You know what I'm saying? It was just vibes. We didn't really think too hard. We wasn't sitting there busting our brains with the pens and paper and trying to, you know what I'm saying, create the best record with the best <laughs> formula. Yeah. We was just trying to just, just take advantage of this vibe and just, you know what I'm saying? That's it. And right. Dream, like, you just been working with everybody. Like, Dream Dog, how did that come about? Um... That one, I mean, she from Uptown, I'm from Uptown. We made it make sense. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, it's crazy because that's a short version. But realistically, though, the hours of, when I was in my songwriting period, I wrote that for a girl. So that hook, <laughs> I wrote that for a girl to sing. Really? For Dream Doll's next single. Like, I'm, it was supposed to be a shorty singing that. Day. It was supposed to be, I've seen it all. Boy, you know my body. And then I had to re-record it real quick. You know what I'm saying? Once Gallus took off and all that stuff like that, it made it just it just made sense for me just me to be at the forefront, and not behind the scenes as much anymore. So when when we said we wanted to collab, or when she said she wanted to collab, they were basically like, "Yo, no, y'all already worked before. You just didn't know it was him. You might as well just boom, boom, boom." And here we are. Now, do you feel any pressure as an artist to keep the momentum going? No, nah, cause like I feel like with what we do. It's just, we just don't really have to force the vibe. Like, a lot of people, when they first get in the industry, people don't give a shit about their second or third single. Nobody cares. You, you have your moment, you capitalize on your moment, then you got to really, like, OD. With us, I could post, we could post, a, we could post a picture of our pinky or something like that. They in the comments like, where's the album? Where's the album? <laughs> I feel like it's so dope that, that the industry has just been embracing us so much off rip that they even want the, to see the next phase of what we have going on so you know and i feel like everybody trusts that we really want to od that we're not going to just chill so even though they're they're ready for the next chapter or whatever like that i feel like they're i feel like everybody knows it's going to be some shit for real you know what i'm saying yeah so is it possible if we would ever get an acoustic album from you uh yo it's very possible i'm not even gonna hold you Cause we really some musical ass niggas. I'm not no, like I watched your amps. It was your amps live performance, and mm-hmm. you can sing. Like you can really sing. So Thank I'm you. like, nah, this nigga needed. We need an acoustic album like yeah, today. Nah, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, nah, that's 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 definitely that's definitely. It's trust me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, you really like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all gonna see a lot of different sides of just me and, and all the artists in Alifay throughout this decade. Or, and you got to tell us about your ATF Creative Collective. Mm-hmm. Out of fact, the family. So it's just, you know, the best engineers, the best producers, the best writers, the best singers, the best rappers in the city. You know what I'm saying? In New York. And I feel like we about to bring y'all just 
the sounds that's needed for the next couple of decades. I know we keep saying this, but I need y'all to really take that with you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just know we got y'all. It's not going to be just a year, a couple months of me. We got y'all. That's why we stay in scandal. We chilling. We, we got y'all. We here. So just, and this is, mind you, this is, this is a couple of us. It's really like, it's really the mob for real. So y'all going to see so many different sides of, you know what I'm saying? Just, yeah, just different vibes. When y'all get tired of me, no problem. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We got it's the movement. Come got a on. Don't it's even worry about way. it. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, simple. And we're gonna choke up all the charts, billboard, all that. We're gonna choke them up. The top 10 is gonna be choked up by ATF. Remember, I said this on this live. I mean, I said on this live, like I'm live. Yo, Instagram clipped my live. At the time of this, this aired, this aired, whatever the oh, fuck. Oh, they, you got your live cut? Yeah, they clipped my fucking live. Why? I don't know. Dweebs, bring my Instagram back. Instagram, <laughs> yeah, free my free my live. Fuck is wrong with them? <laughs> Fuck is wrong with y'all? But yeah, so worry. But anyway, you feel what I'm saying? There's a whole collective of us, and we about to take the industry by storm. So, yes, congratulations to the industry. The vibes are back. Oh <laughs> congratulations. The vibe is back. I, I like that. I like that. Yeah, vibe responsibly. <laughs> And before we wrap up, do you have any last words or shout outs? Um, shout out to Alipac, the family. Shout out to, yeah, shout, shout out to the old 718, the whole 914. You know what I'm saying? Um, shout out to New York City. Shout out to, yo, this whole genre. Because we, and thank God for allowing us to come fuck it up how we about to come fuck it up. You know what I'm saying? Word. And we here. And that's basically it. But she gon' slide right to my side I know she pulled up with her friends Then we skirt off in the bed Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.